0: Down to business with Bobby Kerr, brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk.
1: We're here in Dick Mac's pub in Dingle for the Blossom Heron Food Awards and the Dingle Food Festival. Joining me now to discuss the realms of food influencing and where we stand as a food destination as a whole, I'm delighted to be joined by Caroline Hennessy. She's a food writer and broadcaster and author. Food journalist and consultant Ali Dunworth is also with us. Uh, The Gastro Gays are here. Patrick Hamlin and Russell Alford. You're both very welcome uh, to the program. We might start with you, Caroline. You might introduce yourself to the nation and tell us who you are and what you do.
2: Well, my name is Caroline Hennessy, as you said, Bobby. Um, I'm a food writer uh, and I'm the chair of the Irish Food Writers Guild. Um, so I write about food in all aspects um, and but primarily Irish food. Okay. And, you know, I'm very, very lucky to be here at the at the right. in Dingle because you get to get the best of Irish food.
1: Okay, well, we will try and get in behind how your business model works in a minute. But our next guest is Ali Dunward. She's a food journalist and consultant. Ali, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Hi, Favi. Um, yeah, I'm a food journalist, so I write about food for di- freelance for different publications and I do a lot of work um, curating events and festivals as well. So I work on loads of different food festivals, especially during the summer. So oh, it's great. brilliant to be down at a festival like this and not be working.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know about that because... Well, our,
0: it's a bit of work.
1: <laughs> but Our <laughs> yeah. next guests are two true grafters. They're Patrick Hanlon and Russell Alford, uh, a.k.a. The Gastro Gays, lads, you're welcome to the programme. Thanks for having me. Uh, and we might start with you, Russell. Um, you might introduce the business to us if you would
3: yes yeah, so uh, we're better known as you say as gastrogays we've been blogging essentially for ten years five years ago making our full-time job nowadays it's not known as blogging too much It's known as influencing but it has the same realms but we're also freelance food writers photographers cookbook authors and like uh, both Ali and Caroline we're both also members of the food writers guild right which is a, a really great thing too
1: And Patrick who does part in, in this in, in this uh, liaison
3: <laughs> it is a complex uh, structure of 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 eighteen hands each and hands over everything and each of us getting in the other's way but somehow we make it work so I, was I ter- couldn't even structure our structure for you but it works somehow. <laughs> okay. I was terrified he was gonna say I do all the work but anyway
1: <laughs> Russell uh, I, I just I wanted to ask you this and you you two guys that are really passionate about what you do I can see your love of food of food culture and just talking about the business, it, it strikes me that, you know, okay, you mentioned the word influencer there. Integrity is also hugely important. So, you know, in, in other words that, but you also have to earn a living. Yeah. So sometimes you have to maybe compromise what you do or say on the basis that you need to earn a living.
3: Uh, Every so often, and it depends on the person themselves, yes, but you also have to learn to say no. And I think in business, learning to say no is probably one of the strongest and hardest things to do. And I know on the surface, there may be listeners who go around going, influencers type of thing. At the end of the day we are the kind of newer age of food writers who had to learn on the job had to create a portfolio of work through our own grit if a new social media platform came along today tomorrow we have to learn how to use it as quickly as humanly possible because the whole expression that the two of us have used throughout our career is diversify or die
1: okay Ali Donward, back to you um, and again you said you're you're a food writer Uh, you're somebody who organizes food events, and again, you're somebody who's worked on TV and food, but food is central to what you do. But again, it strikes me that you need to do a lot of different things to make a living
0: yeah i would have started out in television so i studied journalism ended up in tv but in food tv so i've been you know i suppose in media for about 20 years but it's always been food related whether it was television when i moved back to ireland there wasn't very much because i was in london for 10 years when i moved back here there wasn't very much TV work to be had. Like yeah. it couldn't make it like full time. So that's again, diversified. And I'd already been writing for years and producing. So I kind of took those skills and tried to make it happen. And it kind of has taken a long time, but now, yeah, I feel like I'm- That's good, yeah. yeah.
1: Caroline what about you um you, you are you more of a purist in terms of of actually what you do or do you do a whole lot of different food related things as well
2: I don't think any of us can afford to be purists these yeah. days Bobby I yeah. think it's really important like in the food writers guild and integrity is a really important word word so it's really important for us that we're behind everything that we do and we're doing it with you know the very best of intentions and the best of Transparency, and that's a huge word as well, you know, especially in that inf- yeah. in in that sphere. But it is really important, as Russell said, to diversify and to be involved in lots of different things. And we're all on social media. Um, we're all writing for different publications. I've written several books, or and you know, you just take the opportunities where yeah. you can.
1: Yeah. No, I, I totally get it, and it's it's it, it's you know, and that's almost makes it kind of interesting as well that you're not doing the same thing all the time. Yeah. And there are, and maybe you don't know what you're gonna be doing in six months time. Absolutely and maybe that's not, not a
2: bad thing. Yeah. A five-year plan is yeah. not a great idea. Not
1: just this
3: window.
0: but coming to events like this is exactly what we need to do. So it looks like you're having a great time and you're going to load stuff, but that's where you find the opportunities and where you meet producers or you meet other, journalists or people in food and that gives you the job for next week or gives you content or gives you story ideas. So you kind of have to keep on looking. And mm. we, we,
2: we might be having good times, but we're yeah. also working. We're hard so hard. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's actually interesting when you say the word, Ali, about content. It's like content takes so many forms. And of course, influencers, bloggers are known as content creators as well. But content is written word. Yeah. Newspapers are diversifying into video and online content. It takes so many forms.
1: I wanted to ask you about that, uh, Russell, in terms of, you know, social media is really now, I suppose, the the main marketing communication. It's the main way of getting out there. And there's the importance of the different platforms. They all do different things. So as as people in this space, you've got to get yourself over all of them. So you, we didn't know about Tic Tac, well, I <laughs> uh, Us either. Uh, Twelve months ago, now Shout you have out. to be a specialist. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's it's yeah. It it they come along and some of them go away and disappear very very quickly, and then some of them last forever. Like remember, remember Snapchat? Well, remember Snapchat, it and then is, instantly I mean, Instagram yeah. decided to buy the concept of it or steal the concept more likely, and probably you know essentially put stories as a form of uh, content on Instagram, and Snapchat died overnight. Yeah. Uh, you kind of just have to be on the cusp of it and still be creative with it and at the end of the day and i think this goes for all three of us it's about information and it's about context and it's about giving as much Detail to the audience as possible, whether that audience yeah. is a hundred thousand people or a hundred people. At the end of the day, we are here to communicate. The great thing about the festival, the great thing about but the producers and the winners and the finalists of Lasna Heron, and as long as we're communicating that, we can have the fun on the side as well. <laughs>
1: yeah, and hopefully, somebody pays you for all of like
0: yeah. every. It's all storytelling. Yeah. So all we all love food. That's why we've ended up in these roles and we want to tell stories about food. So whether that's in your books or in the newspaper, on Instagram stories, on Twitter, whatever, we're just trying to, we want to get the word out. So you just do whatever way you can.
3: Yeah, and I I also think that it's interesting that all of us here have also spent time outside of Ireland as well, because it informs your understanding of, okay, Irish food, Irish culture, how is, that all connected and spending time abroad, you really cherish the integrity or the thing that encapsulates. I totally in- agree with you. You don't know what Irish, Irish food,
1: food is. On yeah. Leave Ireland.
3: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then it has helped us in all coming home to really hone in on those specifics of how Irish food stands out on a global stage. OK, well, can I say that all three groups of
1: you, uh, all four of you are great ambassadors for the food sector. You clearly love what you do, and I think it's evident you work hard, but you also enjoy what you do, which I think is absolutely critical. So I want to thank my guests, Caroline Hennessy. She's a food writer and broadcaster and author. Ali Dunworth, a food journalist and consultant and the Gastro Gaze, two great lads, Patrick Hanlon <laughs> and uh, Russell Alford. Uh, thanks very much for joining us.